on this week's episode of Third and Forever. Kevin and I continue our top 10 rankings of positions this week. Uh, we're going to be doing ball carriers, not just running backs, because fullback lives Good. matter. Good. I uh, thought you were going to fuck this, that up. <laughs> we're back this week with ball carriers for 2022. We have a little bit of news uh, with a certain quarterback who we've talked about already uh, this offseason, uh, but not in a positive light this time around. Um, that's going to do it. All right. Let's go. week's episode of third and forever presented by 10,000 takes i'm your host adam oz joined as always by my co-host kevin home kevin we're without a producer at the moment yeah i was gonna say we have the the technical issues that need to be addressed right off the bat technical yeah. issue number one is the only scheduling conflicts there's the sound quality yeah, yeah. And the sound quality is not as good this week so sorry yeah. about that um and then problem number two is that our uh fearless producer doesn't know how his laptop works. <laughs> He's not a good producer. He doesn't have yeah. technical ability. <laughs> it turns out that when you take the computer that's that lives in the studio away from him, he becomes very useless very fast. Well, let's also be really transparent with anyone listening here. Um, I do. I set everything up and he even hit rec- like just make it so he just has to. No, you're shattering the illusion. <laughs> Justin's very important. <laughs> he does. He takes notes. Of when we hit timestamps. Sometimes he says words that are funny. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he helps. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. So we don't, we don't have him in here. He could just pop in any he, moment. He could join at any moment if he solves <laughs> the problem. He could join and we could go, oh, and then it might still be broken. So we, yeah. it, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. So uh, we'll find out. We're going to get his list, his running backs or his ball carriers list. Um, I guess I can say running back because it's running back is not tailback. It's, it's it's running back, so um, we can just keep it at running back if we want. But um, we're going to be getting his list as well as I think an ad. So I think the the Girl Scouts of America. I think we've. I, I hope pulled. it's a different ad. I hope. Yeah, I hope we're, I, we're moving on from that. I think I think we've figured that out with them, so that's good. Um, before we dive into our lists here, we have the um, news that I talked about in the intro. Zach Wilson's back in the headlines. This is the worst case scenario for any team with their quarterback. He was scrambling, trying to make it, uh, make a run and, for a scramble. And uh, he just went down, non-contact, grabbing his knee. Yeah, he kind of uh, made an awkward cut and then yeah. and then fell down. And at this point, like, if I see a player get hurt, I kind of hope that they need, like, the stretcher because Mm -hmm. I have such trauma from watching people walk off the field. And, and I'm also just sick of that conversation where, you know, the person who doesn't understand football as much goes like, Oh no, like he should be okay. And you're like, "Mm, yeah, non-contacts are the worst. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so he went down, they weren't really sure ended up what uh, the MRI revealed that he had a bone bruise and a meniscus tear. Uh, the early reports were best case scenario for that. Kind of, it, it could have been so much worse. They said, yeah. uh, hoping that he just needs a little trim, which would only sideline him for two to four weeks. 
Uh, the bone bruise, though, is kind of what's throwing a little bit of complication in there because he has to, like, you know, be completely off of it. So that could add some time. So probably won't be season ending for sure unless something crazy happens. But yeah, um, I, most I likely question, will be a Flacco week one. Like what? What bruised his bone? Nothing hit him. I'm very confused I, I, about that. That's where it's one of those things. It's like, did did the tear? I'm not a, like, I'm not a doctor, but I know. I I, oh. I don't know. Like. Did the tear happen and he just like okay Dustin say something? I think I got it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I got All it. Right. We well, just talked about what an idiot you are for five minutes, and that was enough yeah. time for you to get on here and, and yeah. actually do something. So <laughs> All I had to do is update my Chrome. <laughs> and you look really cool with the with the headset on at the microphone. And also like you're good. I look like a commentator. Like... Well, and you sound just terrible. I just—it's <laughs> a shitty mic. Oh, you sound gosh. like you're talking it's, through like a like it's a so close to your mouth. Can you hold? 90. Can you actually hold it away? Yeah, it's the so opposite funny. problem we have on PlayStation. Well, so, uh, hold it, hold it in between where it is now and where it was. How about right there? That's, that's great. Now probably as good as we're gonna get. What about down here? Is that good? <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Yeah. Just okay. Yeah. Just <laughs> right there. there. That's, that's a sweet spot. Hang on, I, I like how. All right. I can carry it right next to your mic. <laughs> All right. So, so Zach Wilson, um, Wait, are we recording? A couple, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is a live entry. So this is all oh, going to be on. You know, this that is... thing where it says live five twenty five, five twenty six. that up, oh, there in the corner? Yeah, up in the top. Yeah. That's to be it. fair, it is blending into the, uh, 10 K logo, but, yeah, really good. um, so we are talking about Zach Wilson. He's out probably for the opener. It's probably gonna be Joe Flacco. Um, revenge game. Yeah, revenge game, yeah. Joe Flacco. So that's that's exciting. He's elite. So it we'll see it how might he does. be Mike White. Like I don't know. Everyone sounds like, like they're, they're leaning towards Flacco, but yeah, we could get we could get a dash of Mike White, especially you know Flacco goes out there, sucks. Yeah. We'll Mike see. White. Yeah, uh, that's kind of it for news. We were talking off air about we don't know if we mentioned Deshaun Watson having the appeals happen from the NFL yeah. for a longer suspension. Maybe we did, but that happened. So. And it's Hopefully still being kicked be around out. at the moment. Yeah, he uh, yeah. he was called being, you know, who did the Browns play week one? Who was it in the preseason where he got in there? Oh, he it was the Jags. Yeah, oh, the he, Jags. in yeah. Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah, in Jacksonville where the chance of you sick fuck were ringing out and, at him. And no means no. And they were chanting yeah. a lot of three words. And he had a solid like one for five for like, what, three or seven yards maybe, I think it was. I don't know. It was terrible. I feel like but... if Deshaun does get suspended for a whole year, then that is like best case scenario that we still like got to like ridicule him, but then yeah. he didn't actually get to play a game that mattered. Right. I, I think that's, I think that's a sweet spot. So I'm really glad yeah. that this process worked out that way. Yeah. Um, it, it made it very clear that like he is, this guy has not played football for over a year and it showed, but he looked really tense out there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, just like a masseuse whenever they see him walk in. Um, all right, let's get into our rankings. I don't have any other news. So I, I had an an idea about this, Okay, about the rankings. So instead of going honorable mentions, 10 to one, we should go 10 to four then honorable mentions, then one, two, three, just to okay. kind of obscure it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And that way, if, if the honorable mentions, you know, it, 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 it will probably still kind of know who's, who's up there, but yeah, at least I think, I think running backs were also kind of difficult because 
I don't know. There's not many elite. Like I think receivers, I would guess there's a few in there, but like the receivers. Yeah. No, go ahead. I don't know. There's a good amount of like, there's the elite guys that I'm sure we'll have in like a, like one and two, I think will probably be between one and two and probably like top five, maybe not, you know, in that order, but they will be in there somewhere. I had the hardest time. Like I'd say like seven to 10. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. That first wave, I think there was a couple guys that you can argue a lot of different ways. So I think we're going to have very different lists. I, would not I, I had a hard time separating this mentally from like fantasy football running back thoughts yeah. where it's like this is similar to that, but it's not yeah. quite that because I'm not grading their situation. And know? I think that but that's also something, though, that has to be said, like. You know, they're where they are, how their backfield is and their mm-hmm. usage is a big part of this because Yeah, that, that should be considered. It's just it's not yeah. quite the same thought process. Yeah. I say more than any other position running back, you like fan, looking at fantasy like production is probably the best you're gonna do. Like receivers if it's a PPR league, that can be inflated. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like Michael Thomas was a couple of years ago. We had a crazy amount of receptions, even though they're yeah. all for like slants, but slant um, boom. he's back. Yeah. Yeah. He is back. <laughs> um, all right. Let's dive into the list here. So you don't want, we're going to start 10 through whatever you said. 10 let's, through. I think, I think we should do 10 through like seven. And then we start talking about honorable mentions because I feel like let's honorable let's mentions. Do, yeah. Let's, let's do the top higher half. Than that. Yeah. So let's okay. do like One, 10 to 6, six. And, then, okay. and then do honorable mentions. And then we'll go okay. to Dustin's list and we'll do it all. And he better not be writing this shit down this time. No, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got my list. Are we okay. doing your guys' whole list and then me? Or yeah. My... Okay. Yeah. 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 Sa- same format. You're that. just like, you're the rapid fire. We're going to go into a little bit of ours, but yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Kevin, all right. why don't you start off with your number 10? So number 10. Um, at number 10, and this is this is like so indicative of how I was having a semi tough time kind of ranking guys through here. My number 10 is Javante Williams. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Which, which is like, I was kind of surprised and I, and I don't feel super confident about it. He is good. I think, you know, he is poised to kind of take a step this year, but having said that we talked about situations, he's in a very murky situation. So if we're grading these guys based on skill, I mean, he had some stats that uh, I haven't bothered to collect, but that I've seen where, you know, like yards after contact and missed tackles and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, some crazy stats from last year in his kind of split time with Melvin Gordon. And I feel like he's a little bit slept on because he doesn't get that spotlight. Yeah. He is a, uh, a missed tackled machine. Like he just, it's absurd how much he, he, forces missed tackles like it's crazy he's very very effective with the limited action he gets to mm-hmm. um i i thought about him i i i think it's just a tad early i don't know i love i obviously i was yeah. big on him last year i mean i was one of the people that i talked about a good amount but um i like he, him a lot and that's where i was kind of saying you know separating it from from the fantasy football side of things yeah where there, there were some other guys like in my honorable mentions that like you know are probably more valuable this next yeah. season than Javante, but I view him as a little bit more talented. Well, and like even with his position or his usage, he still almost had, I think he had like 800 yards, like rushing. Yeah. Which is yeah. Like he's crazy, he was still very productive in, yeah. in limited reps. Yeah. So, yeah, but he's my number 10. Okay. My number 10, 
you might have an issue with this, but yes, I, 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 just I took I took role into account with my rankings. Say say AJ Dillon. <laughs> it's Aaron Jones. Like I'm sorry, I you think it's Aaron Jones. He he had a down year. Um, he did for sure. I mean, he was under eight, 799 yards in 15 games played. Uh, still a good amount of care, average. I mean, 4.7. That's still very good. Uh, his touchdowns are way down, only four. Uh, you saw him get yeah. a good amount of touchdowns receiving the ball, um, which I think that's probably only going to go up for this year with his new role. Why? Uh, with Devontae being gone. Why? Um, <laughs> I wonder why. And so I, I, I think he is very good, but I just think with AJ Dillon being more of like, it's going to just take carries, take away yardage, yeah. take away opportunity, but I still put him at 10. I think I had a tough place where to put him. Um, I thought about honorable mention, but I, I just said, you know, yeah, he, he is good with the ball. So, and and he is firmly in that category of, you know, good running back, not the top several guys kind of running yeah. back. And and you can make the argument, and it's kind of one of those on any given Sunday, he could do amazing. On any given play, he's talented enough to, yeah. you know, make a huge impact. But his role, like you said, is kind of being eaten alive by A.J. Dillon, and it's well, hard to know, know what to expect. He also is just like he's very small. I mean, he's like five nine. Like, I mean, he's a small dude. It's it's a um, tough look when you see Aaron Jones next to AJ Dillon. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a tough look because he's he's you know an NFL football player. So he's not scrawny, but he looks like it when you look and at the him. Is, the, other guy. the thing is, you're gonna see with the rest of my guys, all of them are kind of like bell cow backs. Like they, I mean, air. Aaron Jones, his his most rushing attempts in a season was in 2019 at 236 rushes for 1,084 mm-hmm. yards. He had a lot of touchdowns because he had like games where he'd have four touchdowns or like three touchdowns. Like it was just a very yeah, he scored a crazy season. amount of touchdowns two years ago. And so I think though, like after that, then he only hit over 200 carries once. That was in 2020, and he wasn't over that last year, obviously. And so I think it's. It's tough because he can't be used too often because I don't think he would be able to hold up. I mean, because just because he's his stature. I mean, it's he's mm-hmm. he's not a big guy, so yeah. that's my only worry with him. Yeah, that's fair. All right, uh, let's see. Going to my number nine, uh, it is Mister Nicholas Chubb, who I feel mm. like it not probably to the degree that Aaron Jones is, but I feel like he has a similar problem just in general that. Kareem Hunt, when they're both healthy, is eating some of that work. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, Kareem Hunt is a good running back in his own right. And Nick Chubb kind of flies under the radar because he doesn't put up those giant numbers where, you know, if you dig into his efficiency stats and things like that, he's a very good running back. And when he's healthy and he's on the field, he makes a huge impact. He does get a ton of work, even with Kareem Hunt. Um, So he's, he's my number nine. Yeah, I, I have Chubb up higher on my list. Um, and I, obviously the biggest thing with him is maybe a little bit of durability. Uh, he only played 14 games last year, 12 the season before that, 16 in 2019, mm-hmm. but then he, he did play in 16 in 2018. So the last couple of years missed you know a quarter of the season, um, but he was still very productive. I mean, he's been over – he he's a career average is 5.3 yards a carry. Which is I mean, bananas. That's absurd. I mean, he's he's 
would be with if not for four more yards his rookie year he'd be a thousand yard rusher every single season he's been in the nfl minimum eight touchdowns um he's ultra effective probably the most like efficient running back that i can at least think of consistently wise yeah um so again though the kareem hunt kind of is there but i think i ranked him higher just because kareem might be on the way out there's lots of talks that he wants to be traded he doesn't want to be there so if that's gone then his obviously skyrockets so i'm i'm banking on that so he's higher on my list i'll tell you when we get there but yeah no that makes sense uh my number nine is joe mixon so Joe mm. Mixon is someone that he has been very like even keel. I feel like he had a super down year, obviously in 2020 with injury. Um, but then he had a great year last season, 1200 yards, 13 touchdowns, um, another 300 yards uh, receiving the ball another three more touchdowns with that he, and he's someone that just, you know, gets the bulk, the lion's share of the carries 292 rushes last year. Uh, with 42 receptions on top of that, I mean he's yeah. a guy that's durable, um, and he can he can take the load. So he, he I, can be I, that bell cow, yeah, yeah. And and I like his role a lot with the Bengals. With now that Joe Burrow's there with Jamar Chase, like I think that's a very dynamic role for him. It's kind of similar to how the Vikings use Dalvin Cook. Um, they like him the primary back, but they like to mix him in every now and then with the pass game. Um, but he's not the focal point. He doesn't have to be like McCaffrey or Eckler. Um, yeah. And, so and I, he I, wouldn't, he wouldn't be on this list if he didn't have the season he had last year. Correct. Where I think fantasy football, he was like running back five or something like that. He had a yeah. great year last year. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was very good. It was a great bounce back. Um, and other than, you know, last season, he's not really, doesn't really miss too many games. He still plays in, he's played in the majority of his games, uh, that he can. So, um, I, I like Joe Mixon and I like his role a lot. And like I said, there's no one like P Ryan, like he's not going to take the, take the only time, him. the only time you should ever be involving Samaje P Ryan is when the Super Bowl is on the line. That is the only yeah. time you should yes. ever be giving the ball to Samaje P Ryan. Yeah. So he's my number nine. All right. Number eight. <laughs> Dustin's reaction to that yeah. was, yeah. was so significant. I disagree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. do you? <laughs> all right uh let's see number eight my number eight we already talked about him it's aaron jones don't worry i don't have aaron jones at like two you know i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go full homer on you i do think that you know we kind of look at aaron jones as a slightly slightly smaller like guy we'll probably both talk about alvin Kamara, where he's got kind of that same type of game um so you know we already we already got into the Aaron Jones. I have him at eight just because I think he's he's very dynamic in terms of his ability to catch the ball more than most other running backs, even like on this list. You know, there are some guys that can catch, but it's not really what they do. He's very, very yeah. comfortable doing it. And like you said, with Devontae out of the picture, uh, he's going to have to. So <laughs> how dare you not have faith in Lazard? Come on. I have faith in Lazard <laughs> and and Dobbs and what? or Watson. I almost called him Watkins, but I don't have faith in Watkins. How does that make you feel that like George Pickens just like balled out? Like... George Pickens was not drafted due to attitude issues. And I'm comfortable with my organization having high moral fiber. Okay. Yeah. What are you trying to say about George Pickens? Doesn't no. have that fiber. No, no morals. He's, no, he's, he's fiberless. 
he ha- he has no fiber. His he oh. he does he can't form a complete stool. You know, he's just he's just shitting everywhere because he's <laughs> he doesn't have the fiber. Oh well, at least he gets to play. You don't he plays football. You don't want to clean that up. You know, it's like <laughs> it's, it's gross. He, he looks pretty good. Hey, it's a good thing that the Steelers have like, you know, black jerseys for the most part. Yeah, um, no, little, I mean, and that's pop. good. And and if there's, you know, if there's one franchise out there that would never stick with a guy with questionable character, it's the Steelers for 20, 30 yeah. years. So, yeah, 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 that's fine. Um, All right. My number eight is, is someone I mentioned, but I think he had a great year last year. Uh, I'm excited to see how his role continues to develop on the ground. It's already been great through the air, but it's Austin Eckler. Um, I think he's kind of found his sweet spot. Um, he was super, super undervalued when obviously Melvin Gordon was there. And it was like, oh, can Eckler actually, he was like a change of pace guy. And well, now was, Eckler's was like, he, oh. was he undrafted? I can't remember. Or was he a late um, round pick? He definitely was a late round pick. Uh, I can find out really quick. Uh, this is. This is good. This is this, this is good radio. This, this is really good radio. Um, Pro Football Reference does not want to tell me. Uh, that's not good. <laughs> he was dra- it, everything I get is just fantasy football shit. Um, this normally we're our producer. I'm looking. Would- I'm looking. <laughs> Wikipedia guys, like that should be the first thing. Uh, uh, he was drafted in the undrafted. Undrafted. He was undrafted. Yeah, okay. he's undrafted. Right. Right. He was undrafted. I can't find it. It doesn't there exist. We go. All right, yeah. yeah. But so he had, so, he had a really good year yeah. last year. Uh, Two hundred and six rushes for nine hundred eleven yards, twelve touchdowns for four point four a carry. But then he tacked on another six forty seven through the air and eight more touchdowns with seventy receptions. Like he is, he's a big focal point of that team on that offense. Um, a lot yeah, of that's that's a benefit. That's a huge benefit to a young quarterback. Obviously, Justin Herbert is on his way to superstardom, but um, Eckler, I think, is very very solid like he got pegged a lot for injury issues but yep. he played 16 games last year i mean you know that's that's it's pretty damn good so yeah no he he exploded last year and he is kind of very he's another one of those running backs that kind of runs routes like a receiver almost you know like yeah. he's he's very talented in that respect and i actually have and they don't really have they don't have anyone higher. really after him or like i mean they have some no guys they, they have like joshua there. kelly yeah, the, but they can, the that's literally spiller. only only yeah. when they he needs a rest. And so, yeah, yeah Isaiah Spiller will be interesting to see because I think he's probably will be implemented a, a decent amount in that offense. But I like I like Eckler, so I got him. Yeah, I like Eckler as well. We will talk about him later. Um, so my number seven, another guy we already talked about, it's uh, Joe Mixon. And, you know, I had kind of in my notes, the same stuff we talked about at a breakout year last year, really kind of proved because there had been hype around Joe Mixon for several years that kind of went unfulfilled for the most part um, leading up to the season. He was never awful, but he was never, you know, dominant like he was last year. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't think we have much more to talk about with him. All right. My number seven is a guy that had a lot of expectation coming into the league last year. Uh, he lived up to that, and he is like probably, I mean, well, not is, but he's on his way to being the epitome of a bell cow back because they literally don't have anyone other than him, um, and that's Najee Harris. I have him at seven. He had 307 carries for 1,200 yards, 
only seven touchdowns, but let's not forget that the Steelers offense was pretty bad last year um, with noodle arm Ben. Uh, And then he tacked on 74 receptions for 467 yards. That was something that I think pushes him up. Like his ability to actually be involved in the pass game is something that I didn't expect to see from him because he didn't really do that at Alabama. He wasn't really that involved in the past game at so much in college. And so um, I think he will be a big help for either Pickett or Trubisky or whoever's going to be at quarterback for them. Uh, Trubisky, um, it fucking skews you. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, we're a Trubisky I mean, podcast. Kenny, Kenny Pickett looked pretty damn good. So yeah. And he can look real good on hands though. For a year. Yeah. Yeah. How, I don't know <laughs> yeah. how big Mitch's hands are, but I'm sure they're um, big enough to grab cities. uh so yeah Najee Harris I like his game a lot I think the only downside he has is he's like the main focus other than I guess like Deontay Johnson and now maybe George Pickens I don't know well um yeah and and the other thing about Najee is that last year I mean he was being force-fed targets to a degree that a is not sustainable and b doesn't seem like it's super effective because the yeah. Steelers have other weapons. They have well, Claypool. It's be- they have- a lot of that probably is because Roethlisberger couldn't throw the ball for Yeah, yeah, yards. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he was in a situation last year where they had no choice but to kind of oversaturate his work. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I do like Najee. Um, all right, number six, and then we're going to do honorable mentions. Yep. Okay. Uh, number six, I have, you're not going to like this. Delvin Cook. Wow. Wow. If he gets okay. hit in the shoulder one more time, I think it'll fall off. I think it I think that's consensus what happens. And okay. Delvin is very good. He he's number six. All right. Just just yeah. settle down over well, there. Well, you gave well. my guy number 10. So let's just I mean they're the roles are a little different, but yeah. Yeah, the roles are a little their different. Stats are a little different, but yeah. Yeah, when they're on the field. Delvin, like you've been talking about with all these guys, is I'd say I, I would put the injury prone label on him at this point. He missed two games in 2019, missed two games in 2020, and he missed four last year. That's how many not games that bad did he for a guy? How many games did he miss in 2018? Touches. It's a in 2018 he missed. Uh, I guess it would be six, five games. Are you trying to think of his rookie year when he yeah, tore when his was ACL? That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Line. What was what he? Year was that? What was he doing? What was he doing before that? Twenty seventeen. What was he doing before? Like leading up to that point. So, like, so in total, just... he's missed sixteen plus five. Plus by your logic, by your four. logic, Derrick Henry better be like next or so not. Basically, mention. he's he's just missing like, games every year, so you can't really rely on the dude. He's also, also a guy that gets three hundred touches, like three hundred plus touches every season. Like Zimmer ran him into the ground. They don't have a yeah, quarterback, and he, and he might not now. <laughs> And so I think that in the Vikings new system, it's not going to highlight him as much, which you should be very fucking happy about. And I, I think, think that I for the most that. part, I, I don't view six as a slight at all. I like him and I like the guys above him. Okay. I want credit for putting him this high. I'm not going to give you it because like, it would be ridiculous if you had a lower than that, at least like let's not, let's be real here. Well, my, my number five is uh, Alexander Madison. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um all right with that being said i i also have dalvin he is not number six for me my number six is alvin kamara um 
this this was difficult because he I still like need to see more as a runner for him. Like it's almost like opposite of Eckler. I feel like Eckler, we've seen him progress as a runner, and Kamara just I don't know. They they it, they, it, it does feel like regressy where it's like yeah, instead of like I'm going to work on my running, it seems like he's like, I don't even want to do that anymore. Like, yeah, I like he only averaged he only averaged 3.7 a carry last year. Uh, and that was after having a, the most rushes. So ideally, you'd hope a guy that's averaging 6.1 his rookie year, 4.6 his second year, 4.7, and 5.0, you'd hope with more volume that would be able to, you know, just be more mm. yards, but it regressed a lot. So that's a worry that I have. Um, their quarterback the- situation obviously is a, I, I, they're in a weird, split, weird place. Well, the, their quarterback the Saints... situation is Jameis, so that's that's fine. I'm not sure what you're referring to there, but uh, the, their the play calling that... system that's that's really worrisome. I don't know what's happening there, but yeah. But the thing that always gets me about Camara, you know, we, we kind of talked about some some negatives. There's like this intangible positive about Camara though that I think comes down to balance more than anything else, and it yeah. comes down from that god-awful fucking run against the Packers like one or two years ago where like mm-hmm. nine different guys and it wasn't like beast mode where like they he threw them off they just fell next to him you know yeah. like it, it wasn't it wasn't as physically impressive it was just like the dude is like slippery and he's kind of like one of those like punching bag like weighted at the bottom things where you just can't knock it over it keeps popping back up that's yeah. that's my comparison for Alvin Kamara yeah, so I, I just I have a hard time over the next five guys to put him above them, even though a couple of them had some injury things last year. I just think situation, role, and actual like body of work or the trajectory, how they've been going, it just doesn't favor Kamara for me. So I, I have missed six. I'm super interested though in the rest of your five because I'm looking at my five, and I think we're gonna have some notable differences. So do we want to do Honorable Let's do honorable mentions. mentions. Yeah. Okay. So we got our first half out of the way. So honorable mentions. Uh, I have, it looks like I, there was just like five guys that I just, I'm going to lump in kind of the same category. Okay. Um, and those guys are Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Deandre Swift, Josh Jacobs, and James Connor. So James Connor, it's hard because he, he had, so, he had so many touchdowns last year. He was really good last year. But you look at the seasons before that, why was last year different? Like, I, is it, can he repeat that? Then maybe he gets in the top 10. So I couldn't justify putting him in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs also, like, I I think he's effective, but they brought in Kenyon Drake. They paid him money. So it's like, is he really the one that they view in their scheme? I don't yeah. know. Uh, DeAndre Swift, he's got injury issues too. Uh, I think when he's able to play and healthy, he could be really like electric, but otherwise he could be kind of shackled by that offense. I mean, Jared Goff, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't know. He's on the lions. That's kind of my ding with him. Uh, Saquon injuries, everything, like everything you have is injury with him. He can never, he can't stay on the field. That's, that's really sad about that because he was so fun to he, watch. He was very electric at the beginning of his career. Uh, and then Zeke, I think Zeke's weird because like his he's got the highest, probably the highest ceiling of a lot of these guys, but he's just so boring. Like he's just so they fat. Use, 
they use him so boringly. Like it's just terrible. Well, that's how that's Mike like, McCarthy right there yeah. for the most part like, recently, which is frustrating because they have Kellen Moore or Kellen Moore, and like he just he's really really good in the pass game. I don't think he's good at all in the run game, and I think that's something that like let's just run up the middle with Zeke. It's like. Well, mm-hmm. ah. I don't know. You don't have the line that they had years ago and you can't even get away with that. You can't anymore. So I, well, if, if he gets any fatter, they can put him on the line and they can yeah. just have Tony Pollard be the running back because yeah. I don't know. I, I'm sure there's some angles at work and, you know, unflattering pictures, but he looks fat again. It's like, man, if you were paying me several million dollars to like run, I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't be fat. Let's put it that way. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It sounds mean, but it's like, I don't know what he's doing out here. Yeah, so um, those are those are my honorable mentions. They're all kind yeah, of in the I, same category. I don't know. I was gonna say I had I had three, two of the same guys as you, Saquon Swift, um, and then I also put Najee in my honorable mentions. Okay, because he was pretty inefficient last year, and I kind of view that production through the lens of like, you know, just just shoving targets and carries and touches in general, kind of down his throat because that's all Ben could do. And yeah. so he might prove me wrong this year and have a really great season. Um, but I just, I didn't want to put him up in the top 10 having only seen like him as the only show in town kind of thing. Yeah. And I think with Najee, it's, it's tough because like, you know, he averaged 3.9 a carry and like mm-hmm. the Steelers, if I remember correctly, they had a pretty old or just bad offensive line too. Yeah. So it's like, I consider that like a success with that. I don't know. A, a lot of other guys they put in that same role, they do significantly worse. So I have the fact that he still got 1200 yards and like, I don't know. I, I, I agree though. it was force fed a lot. He, uh, he, he was, he was the closest one to my 10 spot. Him and Javante yeah. were kind of the closest in my rankings, but Javante's so efficient. And so kind of, you know, has those, not in the box score stats that you look at and go, wow. Okay. So that's, that's how he won out. And I guess I just valued role more like, yeah. Javante has Gordon to deal with. Najee has no one. So, and you Um, had Javante in fantasy last year. So like you're, you've been hurt by him and you did not really like he did. He did well for me down the stretch. Like he was actually that the the hurt was not as well as he could have. The hurt was by, uh, uh, Vic Fangio refusing to actually unleash him. Like that's mm. what I was heard about, but he did. What also he could. before, before I forget before at the end of our, at, at the outro, uh, we should talk about the 10 K fantasy league. And oh yeah. Just kind of drop that in there. Um, yeah. To make sure that, that that is heard. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's get into the top fives here. Yep. All right. Top five into, into the meat and potatoes. Number five. I have uh Kamara which we already talked about. So we can go right to your number five. All right. My number five, uh, I couldn't get myself to rank this guy any lower. Um, I am just a little weary about situation and the last two years. So I have Christian McCaffrey. Um, He is my number five. So I, I cannot sit here and put him higher when he has played a total of 10 games in the last two seasons. But when he like, played those 10 games, he was really good. He, he was, huh? he was, he was, I mean, he was fine. I think he like, again, though, a lot of yardage came from like fan, like 
things in fantasy. Like he averaged, you know, four yeah. and a half carries and like, but he, you know, only 63 yards a game, um, you know, rushing the running the ball. So it's like, I don't know. There, there are some things that just, uh, his, his, it's interesting because I think with, with Baker, if he's the starter, he will, I mean, it's going to be better than obviously what it would have been with Darnold. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that, but I just, I don't know. The other guys that I have ahead of him haven't had, they've been on the field. So like, I just, and they've been yeah. good. They've been really good. The, so the I think thing, anyone in these top five is, is really, really good. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that makes sense. And the thing that I would say about CMC is that, you know how you kind of said, you know, you, you, you downgrade uh, Swift a little bit because he's yeah. on the lions, you know, and that's just part of it. CMC could be on the lions. He's been on basically the lions, you know, like he's yeah. been really productive with fuck all nothing around him. I guess like DJ Moore is like good, but under you. So like, yeah, I don't know. I view, I view CMC as, as higher. He's, he's up a little bit further on my list here, but uh, I get where you're coming from. All right. My number four, again, already talked about him. It's Austin Eckler. Um, I really think that he's kind of poised to continue what he was doing last season. Like you said, like they did bring in a rookie this off season, but I don't think that that's really going to put him in a position to see much less work. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was, he was pretty consistent last year and it seemed like he was pretty stable and a nice kind of safety blanket weapon, whatever you want to call him for burrow or not yeah. for burrow for Herbert. Herbert. Um, the other and, guy, and that the offense other hasn't changed really at all. Uh, no, yeah, the offense, the consistency stay the same. Um, I like Eckler. I just, yep. I don't know. I guess I didn't crack him higher than as you did. But how dare um, you, sir? Yeah. Uh, my number four. Oh wait, curious. Where did you have Chubb? Was he nine or eight? Chubb was nine, I believe. Okay, yeah, I was nine. gonna say we almost just flipped our four and eight, but uh, I have Nick Chubb at number four. Um, mm. I I talked about it, but I think it's just his he's one of the most efficient running backs in the nfl Dustin, were you laughing at the word chub <laughs> no I, I mean yeah but more so at where he placed him oh you think, so you're you, you, you're, you, you're you judging the list oh, now yeah it's Ooh. coming back Dustin, around Dustin, clear <laughs> I, i'm curious to see um how much of so david montgomery Nick number, have you number ever watched two. Like uh, whenever they played the Bengals that I was able to watch that game. So and whenever, whenever they were on, whenever they were career. on primetime, any prime the Browns aren't on primetime that often. So they were a like couple never. times. They had a couple Thursday games. And, and you weren't a fan of, of the Browns. No, of Nick Chubb. Damn. A casual fan doesn't like my ranking. All right. Um, so Nick right, Chubb. So, yeah, you got Chubb. He, all he does is, you know, <clears throat> average over five yards a carry. He scores touchdowns. He is effective when he catches the ball. Uh, I'd like to see more of a role increase with that. Maybe with Kareem Hunt out the door, that will increase in the pass game. Um, Kareem, but, Kareem Hunt's not going anywhere this year. He's well, very likely gone next year. Well, he's got a zero. He's got a zero hit to the cap if they were to cut him, but they're not gonna cut him. No, I just know like he's been wanting. He's been asking out. for a trade, but yeah. I don't think it's gonna so, happen. But yeah, um, so I like I like Nick Chubb. Uh, so I, I put him number four. Put him at four. Uh, my number three is CMC. I think we kind of talked about him, you know, just a, just a minute ago, and what I said kind of carries over to here, where 
he's kind of a cheat code when he's when he's active in terms of being a threat all over the field in a way that I, I you know a lot of other running backs there's kind of there's a scale of pass catching running backs and CMC I think is is at the top when healthy mm-hmm. so yeah um yeah all right number three for me this is where Dalvin lies for me um I put him number three on my list number three you must hate Dalvin Cook <laughs> so this is someone where everyone every a lot of people were saying last year was a huge down year for him uh, I think that was mainly due to the fact because he only had six rushing touchdowns. Uh, he still had Bad on 11, the goal line. 1,100 yards, uh, averaging 4.7 a carry, 89.2 a game. Um, he was, His role in the pass game went down a little bit, uh, which I think just, again, has to do with changing over offensive coordinator. Clint Kubiak just didn't know how to use him in the pass game. Um, he was just like, well, screens are the only way to get him involved. And so that was disappointing to see, um, because he is a good route runner and he can catch the ball. And I like that they are looking to incorporate him more in the receiving game. So while yes, his carries will probably go down. I expect a lot more usage in the past game from him. So I, I like his role. Um, I like that we have a coach, a coach that's not going to be like, we need to have a bell cow back that will just run the ball like for the first two downs. And if he doesn't get established yeah, the like, run, like I like that we have a guy that's like, Hey, we don't need to do that. We don't live in the, you know, in the sixties anymore. We can, it must be established. We can throw the ball at, on first down and, you know, and you can throw it on second down. Like, it's just, it's one of those things that like, I, I I'm excited about the new role for him and what we've seen out of training camp. Obviously we'll see you. But um, I have a number three. I think this will be a good Dalvin Cook year. Uh, expect a lot. Yeah, him, my, so. my biggest knock on Delvin is that, you know, when I went to go scout him in person last season, he didn't really do that much. It seemed like he was very <laughs> are ineffective. You, are you that, saying that are you game. saying when we had Sean Mannion yeah, at quarterback, the Packers weren't worried about the pass? Are you saying can't that's even saying? produce with, you know, a maniac <laughs> like Sean Mannion back there? <laughs> I mean... I don't know. Did, that feels like did, a red flag. How did he do? How did he do the last time he was at Lambeau? Not when Kirk was playing. Do I don't think anyone. Game? I don't think anyone has that information. I don't think we could oh. possibly go back and look at that. It wasn't so like four touchdowns and like no, 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 no. I, no. I don't think so. I think it was different <laughs> numbers than those numbers. Okay. <laughs> okay. So changing the fucking subject real fast. Um, Dustin, that's a nice house you have. <laughs> yeah. What a Thanks. weird background you've chosen for yourself. That looks like a porn set. I just bought a piano. Oh, you don't even know how to play. That's that seems a waste of money. I'll learn. I'll learn. See, I know that's not your real apartment because had you moved, it would have destroyed the audio again. So yeah, hey, this I'll... is better. <laughs> <It's> better. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now you look like you're doing stand-up comedy. Um, all right. So my number two is uh the king. It is Derrick Henry. Slander. Uh, Derrick Henry is a monster. And usually he did that thing where he would kind of ramp up as the year went on. Last year, he got too hot too fast. He burned too bright and he broke his foot. Um, But Dustin, stop touching whatever you're touching. (laughs) But Derrick Henry was on pace for like an absolutely insane historic season last year before he got injured. Mm -hmm. It's not the kind of injury that kind of 
will lead you down the path of more injuries. You know, it was just kind of a weird fracture in one of the bones in his foot, which isn't the, you know, the kind of thing that typically lingers or, you know, increases your risk of re-injury. So I kind of, I expect him to more or less pick up where he left off. The Titans will be a little bit different without AJ Brown, but Derrick Henry is good enough that you can just run him right up the middle over and over yeah. again. And it would kind of work. I think Mike Zimmer might be the perfect coach for the Titans. If I mean, Vrabel's good, but <laughs> Vrabel's pretty I, good. <laughs> I think Mike would excel with, yeah. uh, with a guy like Derrick Henry. So he's my number two. Okay. So I, I, <clears throat> I have Derrick Henry in my top two. He ain't two. I'm not going to oh. disrespect King Henry like that because like, as you mentioned, he was on pace for a phenomenal year. This is coming off of 2000 plus yards the year before. I mean, he had 219 rushes in eight games, uh, 4.3 average. He was averaging 117.1 a game. That is for a full season. That's on pace for just under 2000 yards. He was about to possibly do back to back Mm -hmm. 2000 yards would have been probably over 20 touchdowns. since he already had 10 in eight games. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I don't know. Like he, he's, he's the King until, he someone beats him after they both do a full season. Like the mm. only reason Jonathan it, it paid it opened the door for Jonathan Taylor for last year is because Derrick Henry only played eight games. Um, I just like there was a there was that graphic that we kept seeing where like league leading rushers, he was still on like the top three or top five until yeah. like week. I mean, I, I think he's know. still top. 10 even yeah like, like at it the was end abs- of the season it was yeah. absurd and so I, I have him my number one so i think we can both just talk about jonathan taylor so he's obviously two for me i yep. assume he's one for you no my <laughs> number the- one is actually uh a man AJ that you know Dillon. quite well no it's adrian peterson he was able to be on <laughs> so many teams last year and do so little for each of them it was yeah. really impressive the way that he just kind of existed and everyone went oh adrian peterson is still here and then yeah. you blink and he's he's somewhere else. You can't catch him. He's missed. He's elusive. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, my number one is uh, is Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, so Jonathan Taylor, like no knock on him. Um, <clears throat> but I just think like, obviously you put them side by side if they were both played the same amount of games. Uh, Derrick Henry beats him comfortably in yards and touchdowns. And, yeah. Like, based I just, based on the pace, pace that he was setting. Yeah, yeah. like I and, just... I, I guess let, let me let me argue for for JTT number one. I don't think that we have seen Jonathan Taylor at his top level yet. Whereas okay. we know Derrick Henry's top level, and it's bananas. But he's going to be at that level, and then he is going to go down. That's the way career trajectories work. So at some point, even if it's just a little bit, he's going to start getting worse. Jonathan Taylor still has plenty of room to get better, and I think he could get to that same level. So. If Derrick Henry doesn't come back 100%, if he comes back 90% even this year, and Jonathan Taylor takes another step, I view that as kind of neck and neck, give the edge to the guy who's younger, got a little bit more juice. That's kind of what I was thinking. All right. I mean, that's fair. I just can't believe you rank a Badger number one. But, you know, that's – I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it hurts. It hurts. My number one should be uh, David Cobb. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, Dave, that's, Dave Cobb. that's a deep cut right there. Yeah, uh, you could just say Mo Ibrahim whenever when he goes in the league, you know. That's, yeah, that's whenever his whenever his Achilles or ACLs stop snapping on live TV. Hey, hey, he's playing this. He's season. playing he's that. No, good. no, and I am stoked. That was just very upsetting when I saw that. Yeah. Uh so yeah, Jonathan Taylor. He he's obviously very good, but like he had a great rookie year, and he obviously exploded last year. I am curious to see if his role will change any bit or how Matt Ryan's uh, arrival will impact that. Because obviously he had Carson Wentz last yeah. year. And, and the year before that, it was a mixture of quarterbacks. But it was Rivers, so, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Rivers. That's right. <laughs> Which is it even was worse Rivers. than a mixture. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just think it, Matt, it, it will Matt be Ryan is still a very capable quarterback. So they're probably going to pass more than they did last year. But you got to remember uh, how skinny Michael Pittman is. You know, like how much can they really pass with a guy who's that skinny? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, but so Michael that Pittman we... could look like Zeke, and I would still call him skinny. Yeah, honestly, like it's just even though, like, I'm pretty sure get, get that man a Devante, Devante weighs less than him. I think Watson weighs less than him. I mean, there's so many guys that like. I think Way Michael Pittman has like dark matter inside of his belly or like uranium or something. Cause there's no way his weight and his physical appearance makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's just cause he's so tall. He's like six, five, like six, six. So he's, I mean, he just, just long. So are you he's saying that everyone out. who's like in that height range and looks skinny is actually secretly really strong and, and athletic? No. No, if they're professional skinny. football players. <laughs> they're professional what if they what if they played flag football in college? Um if the, as long as their name isn't Kevin, then yes. Shit. <laughs> that was the whole damn it. That was the whole thing. That was the damn. whole thing. You just you just <laughs> ruined it. Uh so we didn't have a single single same one. That was the first no, time. No, but we had games. a lot of shuffling. We didn't have a yeah. lot of huge departures, I feel like. No. Uh, at least our top tens. I think the only and, one I had and you had it. Um, it was Najee and Javante. Yeah. Najee. Yeah, Najee. Yep. Yeah. So, all, all right. right. Here we go. Now the moment you've all been waiting for. Well, it's the first Dustin before we get Luko. to his list, before we get to his list, let's hear the ad. Okay. Ooh, I actually got, I got one this week, guys. The, the girl you scout. Fiasco one or you got, it's the not the girl again. scouts. We got a new one. Oh, thank God. We're back in business. <clears throat> all right. So this week's episode of Third and Forever is brought to you by Copperfit. Did you recently gain the respect of your teammates in the whole NFL? Carrying the weight of the team on your back is a lot of stress on your knees and back. Can lead to injury. Copperfit's the number one product for fast relief and recovery, as well as being endorsed by another Jet legend, Brett Favre. <laughs> is that the punchline? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. <laughs> uh, use code DOG, D-A-W-G, for free shipping on your first order. Are you saying that wow. Brett has that dog in him? Like when he was sexting yeah. that reporter? Yep. Dude, when well, Jets quarterbacks, the they just get those old They got that dudes. dog. Oh, Are yeah. we sure, though? I don't know if you saw this, like where you said like he's apparently suffered from thousands of concussions. Oh, I, I which, believe it 100%. Which, like, also, though, like, I don't know if you can have thousands of concussions, even in that many long years. You I think, I think he's counting, like, the maybe? micro concussions, you know, okay. like when they talk about with, like. Because I saw that where he talked about. Where he talked about, like, I think he's just trying to get sympathy because he owes the state of Mississippi like twenty million dollars or something somehow. And I, I'm like, aren't you already rich? But who knows? Yeah, man, who knows? <laughs> um, all right, Dustin, 
let's uh let's get to your list here let's let's start with 10 and move you our way up sure you want to do this I, mean, no, I, but... I've never been more sure <laughs> of anything. Okay. Um, I know there will be some of you laugh at. Okay. So read it. Number 10, I have Nick Chubb. Okay. So, so that's why you were, you thought Nick yeah, Chubb was so I, funny. Well, I mean, whoa, whoa, he's way too high. Have, Even though yeah. you have him at 10. Yeah. yeah that's, like, way that's, higher, not bad. that's way worse than what? Four or whatever. You four. Yeah. By your okay. reaction, I was expecting Chubb not to even be on the list for you. He'd be a dishonorable mention. Yeah, which would be wild. <laughs> I mean, any any AFC uh, North running back besides Joe Mixon should be a dishonorable mention. Um, Pick a division. <laughs> keep going. But then number nine, I've got Alvin Kamara. Okay. Yeah, I think he's getting up there in his in his age. Uh, in, in it seems to age, happen yeah. year to year, but yeah, it seems to um, just keep happening. <laughs> Time, I, just, I just don't think he's been as productive as he could be, and I think he's just kind of on that downslide of his career. Uh, here's one that you guys did not have, but you did mention in your honorable mentions. I've got DeAndre Swift. Ooh, okay. I I think it's mainly based off of how he was performing fantasy wise at the end of last year, but he was killing me at least. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin, <laughs> that's the criteria. Like a, like a list criteria. of grievances, like just like these are the people that I lost to last year. <laughs> Uh, this one's sad, but I, I've got Joe Mixon at seven. I wish I could put him higher, but I just you, don't you know. You could. I could. It's your list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just you, had you to do it. Put him at one. No. So, Joe Mixon, what do you oh. what do you feel about Joe Mixon? I like him. I just wish he was a little bit bigger. Like I like think taller? he's actually pretty big. I don't think like, he's that big. How, how big do you think he is? I yeah. think he's like six foot. He's 6'1", 220. What do you That's want That's not from that him? big. He's got to be like 230. You pretty rather, big. like the only big running back basically is like how, Derrick Henry. And how big Najee. is Samaje? Wait. I don't know. <laughs> Including the beard. I can't spell it, so I can't look it up. Most running backs are under like six feet. <laughs> You're under six feet. Oh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number six, I've got Austin Eckler. I think we kind of, I kind of talked about him uh, when we did our, um, buy or sell the hype um, mm. episode. Um, yeah, I, I think he's super solid. Did you did you lose to him in fantasy or something? I tried to did trade some, for did, him, but you wouldn't somebody give him, have him Yeah, you were like, I'll give you a bag of chips for Austin Eckler. They're like it running like, back two. Yeah, but it was like Cool Ranch Doritos. Those are good, but no. <laughs> okay. All right, number five, I have uh, Mr. Dalvin Cook. Oh, okay. The, the disrespect. Like, I don't know. I mean... <clears throat> What, you guys what do you know? Happy. Well, what I saw that like, I saw that picture that all the Vikings fans were hyping up about Cook and Madison wearing their new numbers, and I don't know. Madison just looked a little better, so I think it's going it, to take no, away it, from Cooks. You have you have to remember what the caption of that post was: "Best running back duo in the league." Not even top five. Probably not. I don't know. He somewhere top, in the top who, ten. Who who are your like? Who's above them? I'm curious of your list. Your five. I I, the I don't Browns say that the are best definitely duo. above them. The Packers are definitely above them. Madison's not good. He did pretty good when he had to start. The forty over hundred yards. No, it was like one time. He definitely had to start other times. And he, he had over. He had a couple well. hundred yards. He had a couple games where he had over hundred yards. Yeah, a couple games out of all of his starts, he had a couple games where he didn't have 100 yards. Jonathan Taylor and Hines are better, so that's three right there. I wouldn't say Jonathan Taylor and Hines are better. Like, I feel like you're putting a lot of stock in, like, 
I don't know. I just I don't say they're number one, but I, I think I, that DeAndre Swift and Jamal here. Williams are a better duo. Woof. Okay, this one this one's kind of got an asterisk, but I'd say I'd say uh, Eli Mitchell and Debo. <laughs> yeah, it's I'd say a little so. bit of an asterisk <laughs> there, though. It's a massive asterisk. I would say uh, healthy Jake Dobbins and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> who's your Who's your four? Uh, Aaron Jones. Oh, no. <laughs> Shut ah, the fuck up, my guy. That's so bad. That's I so put bad. it together quick. I wasn't thinking. I can't wait oh my God. I wanted to change it so bad, but I'd already sent you guys the list and you said no changing. So. <laughs> yeah, no changing. Like, it. That's good. You did the right thing. Jesus. Um, all right, here I you must three, feel ridiculous. Three, right I've now, got McCaffrey. No, McCaffrey, I think that McCaffrey. you should feel ridiculous. Like that's that's crazy. No, no, that is crazy talk. This is a democracy. In what world, in it's what my world list, Adam. Aaron I can Jones, do whatever I want in on what my world, list. On one to one, in what world is Aaron Jones better than Dalvin Cook? You as a my world can't admit that. Like, no. My world. No. Yeah. No. I think All I right, just wanted to get you upset, though. I like <laughs> riling you up. <laughs> that's just that's just ridiculous. The casual fan in you is so apparent tonight. It's I'm crazy. not a casual fan. No, yes, no, you I are. Want, I just want yes, to point out. Like the classic I, I like more teams than you guys do. I'm a super fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That's a, that's, a, that's an amazing point. Um, and I want to point oh. out, we have two spots left on Dustin's list. Oh, yeah. I JTT and Derek Henry are both available. But I don't. We have, I, I, I want to hear. All right, you got to have some faith in me. I do have them in my top. What's two. his third? What's okay. his McCaffrey. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, number two, I have Derrick Henry. Dustin, you're just you're just a smart guy. I know, right? I, I don't know what else to tell I, you. I know this football stuff. I I know that it took you 45 see, fucking see, minutes to get is, your headphones plugged in. The problem in, is, Kevin. Now, like guy. he's 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 agreeing with you, which we've been on record here by saying that that's not a. Always a good no, thing. no, we've been on like, record as whoever gets Dustin to agree with them decides that it's now a good thing. We've been no, flip flopping pretty. No, I, so I, here's I, here's I my reasoning so. behind it. Derrick Henry is 28. Like yeah. okay. running backs don't. He make is 28. It That's correct. Much, what was like, what was he what was he doing like up to that? He was point. 27 before. Like, <laughs> yeah, just... and before that he was 26. What are, what are you trying to say about 28? Huh? Huh? I what, think what he's are you trying old. to say about that? I feel oh. like people just start to deteriorate at 28. I feel like oh. that's kind of where everybody just kind yeah. of gets yeah. 28 is just that your body just, you turns just start to falling shit. apart. Yeah. So you're saying if, if you're listening to this like in a week, I'm uh or in like eight days, it's it's not you're good. in a walker in eight days. Oh. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh. the tennis balls and everything. Oh it's I can see the gray in your hair already. <laughs> well, can you, see can see, you can see that like you can even yell it for years. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, number one I have Jonathan Taylor. Okay, just a just a fantastic list, Dustin. I really I'm glad that we did I this. I think we should frame it and put list. it on the on the refrigerator. It would have been so bad had you changed it after hearing. How, how are we gonna How are we gonna frame it? It's an audio clip. Let's uh, frame it. No, I can, take a, I can take a screenshot <laughs> print out phone. the audio yeah. clip. It's just like with like a little caption that says like this was the list. This this is the list. Dustin's list. Yep. That. That Kevin loves and agrees with. It's, it's a good, maybe, it's a maybe really get, good list. Maybe we just get those like magnets with all the letters on them that kids use, and we just. Uh, that would be. Did you see my hand there? Yeah, yeah. It's fading it's <laughs> through the green screen. Have you ever used I, a green screen? I don't have a green screen. Like in an office setting. So, uh, no. so shocking news. Dustin is just code. Like he's just not even like a real person. He's just. You could never code Dustin. Him. No, no. Too many ones yeah, and zeros on that. I'm one. a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> Well, you got I'm, so many ones I'm, and zeros. There are two. It's just bad. 
<laughs> I'm glad we did this. I think this was fun. I think I had a good time. I enjoyed it after I got my computer figured out. Yeah, I enjoyed it when you couldn't get your computer figured out. <laughs> yeah, because it was just you were building up the anticipation, so you got to hear me. Yeah, yeah. We had to mention right away that you weren't here, <laughs> but you were coming, so that people, you know, the the people listen for you, Dustin. So we had to oh, make I know. sure. Yeah. That they I know. Yeah. All right. Um, that's a list by Dustin. Um, okay. So as we mentioned, we have. Uh, some exciting news. Uh, normally, Kevin and I are not on the same team for fantasy, but this year, 10,000 Takes is going to be doing a league. Uh, I think it's probably just going to be an eight-team league. Yeah, it's going to be all a super the fucking league. Of all their, their <laughs> podcasts. So you got It's a Bit, you got State of Skull. I think the JJ Twins are going to be in there. Like, I, I, I it's got everyone. It's got the, the Wild Takes guys. Um uh, the has-beens, so, and I think they even have like a blogger team in there. But um, so Kevin and I are going to be running a team with Dustin. I guess a part of it. I'll, as I'll, I'll Dustin will be I'll there. Pick for our, uh, I'll pick our I'll pick our team name and logo. No, you will not. For oh. our team name and logo is the podcast, Dustin. That's yeah, the there you go. It's oh. Good job. It's a good pick. Okay, well, <laughs> Dustin, you want our team to be called? I have, but forever? I've done my con- contribution to the season. Nice. Uh, Dustin so will yeah, be there for moral support. What I want to point out. I'll pick our kicker. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll see. Maybe. Um, <laughs> we'll tell you when and where you could pick the kicker. Yeah, you cannot pick the kicker anywhere. Pick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll give you a list we'll, of three kickers. We'll let you, so you click pick one of them. Like, yeah. We'll let you I, deal. <laughs> but I, I just wanted to point out, I don't think 10K realizes what a mistake they made, and I want it on the record. Yeah. Adam and I are gonna run that shit into yeah. the ground. We are going so. to destroy the 10k league this will not age poorly everyone in the 10k <laughs> league is washed i think um oh kevin no <laughs> no you did uh, it. line up you at did least the, one week you did the thing you did the thing <laughs> tom brady sucks aaron donald's a bitch the Panthers are going to be fine. That's a deep cut. Remember that? Oh no. That was that was I killed the whole franchise. We didn't that the people forget. <laughs> They're fine. So, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, so that's that's what's going to happen in the 10K fantasy football league. You can write that down, clip it. Yeah. Um Dustin, how are you making that scratching sound? You're not moving. Dustin, why don't we, why are you just doing un- it again? Un- why why don't you just un- 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 just mute. <laughs> Oh no, now it's echoing. Oh, that, I had to unplug it. Is it still doing Just mute yourself. Thing? Is it still doing the scratch? You're thing? ruining your list. <laughs> Just mute. <laughs> Is it still doing the scratch thing? Tell me. Yes. yes. Okay, I'll mute. 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 Can I mute him? I might be able to mute him. I can mute him. There we go. All right. <laughs> that's that's honestly he's been, he's been muted. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right. Uh I think that's gonna close it out here. I think we should end on that note. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> while he's just trying to he's flipping off the camera and he can't talk. Yeah, even though he knows like these people won't see this unless we want to make a clip of this and then yeah, that. So which we won't. Just... No. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go to their website at ten ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You just search Ten K Takes. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok. Uh, at third underscore forever 10k where we post links to our episodes each week as well as clips from the episodes content reactions memes anything and everything nfl related uh, 
can also find Kevin and me on there. Uh, we're a little more biased, a little more active, a little more unfiltered, whatever you want to call it. Um, as always, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined by my co-host, Kevin Ohm, and producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, final words. Trade Jordan Love. <laughs> <laughs>